Welcome to The Rock. What's up, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to The Rock. As always, I am Jay. And I'm Jonathan. And we're here to discuss our New Jersey Devils. So, John, first homestand is over. Uh, the boys came out three and two. How do you take that? I mean, is it is it a positive? Is it Could it have been better? Just overall, what was your take of the homestand? Well, I'm happy they're over 500 in homestand. Not a bad first five games. Uh, you know, they lost to Washington, which I think... I don't want to say it was expected, but we knew it was going to be a hard fight for them. Calgary, I don't know that I know what they are yet. With Calgary, I mean, beginning, you know, they're starting off the season on fire. No pun intended, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought they would have had an easier time in Calgary, and we're going to – not easier, but it would have been more of a game. And, you know, the final score was 5-3, and they did kind of make it more of a game. But, we, you know, we'll talk about that as we talk about the game individually. So 3-2, right. you know. Yeah, I'm happy. It could it could have been four and one. I think so. I think um, Calgary is very winnable, and maybe the Capital Games could have been winnable. Um, but I'll, yeah, I'll take three and two. You know, heading into a, a Pittsburgh quick quick game in Pittsburgh, and then they're back home again for the Blue Jackets. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess also too. You know, we have to really consider. I mean, unfortunately, this team early on is plagued with injuries. Mackenzie Blackwood was it after the second game we lost Bernier. Uh, Miles Woods, Miles Wood is still out. Jack Hughes is out. Like, you know, a lot of the big guys are on the shelf. You know, that's not a good thing. And I, I don't know if we said it last week on the podcast, but I know definitely, you know, you and I have said it. This is a great team, but they have to stay healthy. I mean, they're deep, but they're not that deep. And I think, yeah, considering the injuries that they had and and the opposition they faced, I think, yeah, coming out three and two isn't that bad yeah you know we haven't had um you know the people you've mentioned uh we did get ty smith back which was good and then you also have the guys that are starting that really haven't been performing sharon govich and brat come to mind right away so you know i i i wonder if you and i have hyped them up too much in our heads because they did play so well in preseason and they did start off the season very well uh you know they are a young team i think i think the washington game exposed that uh lack of experience and really kind of where they how hard they have to work to get to being a playoff team i'm still excited about the team i think they got a great future ahead of them i think they're going to make this year much more uh fun to watch and more even competitive than last year but i i, I wonder if maybe after the hype of the first two wins and or was it three wins did they win the first three or the first well whatever um I think it's, uh, you know, it's it's good to be able to kind of come back down to earth. Again, yes, it was, I think, more winnable than than Washington, uh, but we'll see what they do against Pittsburgh and 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 really how they do on the road. Because you got to you got you got to win the home games, you know. So mm-hmm. so being over five hundred at home to start the year is not a bad thing. No, absolutely not. And and you know, again, just to say, yeah, I mean, with with injuries to really key guys, and <clears throat> yeah, I was actually thinking about it too, and 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 I agree with what you said. I think not so much. I, I, well, I guess yeah, I guess we could say we have you know in our own minds kind of hyped them up. I mean, they had a phenomenal preseason. Those first two games were absolutely fabulous, and 
we were at the game last Thursday, the Capitals game, and it was like it was a huge reality check. I think, you know, I was saying to you as we were watching, I'm like, this this is a boys versus men game. Like they, they really and I think even at times I was asking you, I'm like, is Washington sneaking guys out on the ice because they just seem to be everywhere? And the the Devils, I mean, especially at the start of the game, I mean, they almost look they look, you know, flummoxed almost like what what's going on? Like every, we're throwing everything at these guys. Nothing's working. Like what's happening? And it's like you're, you're playing against the big boys now. So I think considering their youth and, you know, I looked it up earlier today. They're the third youngest team in the NHL right now. And. I don't know where I heard it. I think either I heard it on on the the post game last night or, or on the radio somewhere. Somebody, you know, one of the commentators was saying that that like, yeah, this is an incredibly young team, and unlike some of the other young teams, they have a lot of youth out on the ice all at once. So you know, where other teams can kind of mix in some veterans into some of these lines, you look at some of the Devils' lines; they're really, really young, and you know, it's 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 sort of like. I was thinking about it like if if I was a hotshot hockey player and I was like the best guy at my high school and I was the best guy at college and this and that, all of a sudden I get to the pros where everybody is pretty much at my level or better, you know, it's it's kind of tough to deal with, you know, your your first time out. And yeah, I think we do have to cut them a little bit of slack. Yeah, but that's the thing, you know, it, it started with Washington and I think we definitely well, we definitely saw it yesterday with Calgary. Mm-hmm. It's that because Lindy Ruff, after the first period in Washington, he shifted, he changed the lines in the uh, in the second, and he actually sat some people. And he said to them, uh, "He's not he's not a guy that's gonna you know he doesn't believe in in the I guess the yelling for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. uh, but but he believes in accountability, and and he didn't like what he saw in the first period of the Washington game, and he he switched some lines around and sat some players, and uh, you know this is this is the move of a coach, I think that knows his team can be better. And I think he knows the difference between them playing to the best of their abilities and not succeeding just because the other team was better and them not playing to their abilities. And I think I think he thought he could get more out of them against Washington and definitely against Calgary. So they came out sluggish in Washington. I, I mm-hmm. don't know why they would do that. They had a fantastic <clears throat> overtime win their first game, right? Yeah, yeah the Blackhawk game, yeah. And then they beat the Kraken four to two. The the crowd was pumping. Uh, you know, you thought they would have came into the Washington game with a little bit more energy, um, and they seemed a little flat. And you're right. I mean, they weren't getting rebounds everywhere the puck was. There was a capital. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, like three or four passes. I can just think of off the top of my head that got intercepted. It was it was crazy. It was. You know, I looked at it and said, I'm like, oh, this is this is a playoff team, and yeah. I think. It was uh, kind of eye-opening because this is this is what they need to play if they want to make the playoffs this year. It, you know they're gonna have to keep mm-hmm. you know four to one, not a great score. Of course, could have been worse, but you know uh, Bernay Bern, Bernay uh, that was the game before he got hurt, right? I think. No, no, you're right. No, that was Reg, That was what. That was Wedgwood. Yeah, Wedgwood was in goal yeah. for that one. So and he was a little mm-hmm. rusty. So I don't think he he played that much in uh, preseason either. Reg, Wedgwood, but no. You know, it's the Capitals. It's it's Ovechkin. It's it's these guys know how to win. But you know, we saw the same thing last year where they come out and this they they play a period where they just look like they're lifeless. And I don't know, I don't know what that is. I don't know. 
I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if they, they need just to get a little, little, you know, skate a bit and, and get just get into the rhythm of the game and take them a few minutes. I don't know that all, switching up these lines is helping them either. Getting to their, mm-hmm. you know, getting to know the um, the ins and outs of your new line mates. So that might not be helping that much either. But I, you know, I'm not gonna. Lindy Ruff is making the decision, so you would think he knows what he's doing, right? Uh, yeah, you would hope so. And and I think, um, yeah, you know, like what you said is he's like that type of coach is he's going to hold people accountable. And, you know, it, it's pretty interesting. Like, um, I think he tweeted out after the Washington game where there was like a, or, you know, and it was an interview <clears throat> after the Washington game. And he said that that first period of that of that of that game, he was very disappointed because he said he could he could see that the team was still reeling from losing Jack Hughes. It was almost sort of like, you know, it was hanging over their head. Like, you know, wow, he's out. And, and, you know, even still now, like, we don't know, like, we don't know dislocated shoulder. Thank God, nothing broken, but you know, it's kind of a wait and see. And, you know, he said that like, yeah, it was, it was just like, it was like, they couldn't shake it. And, you know, I don't know what he said to them in the locker room in that first intermission, but I'm sure that came up. Like you guys got to shake this off. He's out. We know he's out. We have to move on. You guys have to step up. He changed the lines around, you know, and like you said, too, some people that he just felt weren't up to it. He he sat them or he gave them very limited minutes. I mean, something I think that's interesting in, you know, that game, the Sabres game, which they did win. We'll talk about that. And uh, last night's game against the Flames is I think in all three games, they came out very, very flat. But then, you know, something happened in that locker room, first intermission, and they came out and second period, third period, they fought, you know, tooth and nail, you know, granted in the Washington game and in the in the Calgary game, it was just too much of a deficit for them. And um, it was pretty interesting watching the Calgary game, not knowing much about this team. You know, they were flashing stats like this year, you know, Calgary's like one of the the better defensive teams out there. So. You're down four nothing. It's going to be really tough to come back, even though they really ratcheted it up. Yeah, I think, you know, I think you said it last time that in the past, this was a team that would come out like a house of fire first period and then just kind of, you know, coast through the next two periods. And now we're seeing the opposite. They're coming out flat, lifeless, you know, just in disarray and then picking it up. And it's but again, they're they're young. These 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 are kids, you know. Yes, <laughs> they're adults. Some of them can actually legally drink, but they're kids and and they're learning, you know. And it's it's better to do it now at the beginning of the season and and see progress. So yeah, I'm I I, I overall I'm happy with it. Yeah, I mean it's going to be growing pains, and, and we need to accept that it's going to be highs and lows. And again, if they were to make an eight seed, you know that'd be like spectacular. I, I just want to see improvement over over last year. I want to see, look, if you get beat by the teams that are supposed to beat you, I'm okay with that. But but in turn, they need to beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. And then if every once in a while you can throw in a surprise win here or there, all the better. You know, as, as long as they keep the se- the season exciting and fun to watch, I'll be uh, you know I'll be with them. But I, I just don't know that they're solidifying as quickly. And again, we're we're what four games in, five games in, mm-hmm. five games in. Yeah, should we get two? Two and I, I, I want to say they perform on the road. I, I think they, they they threw up a stat yesterday during the game about, and I, I I want to double check this online, but if I remember correctly, they said they only won seven home games last year. I mean, it was a shortened season, but 
I, I think I did hear a stat, like a similar stat, that, yeah, they didn't exactly have a great home record. I know another stat they said is that, uh, you know, after the loss last Thursday to the Capitals, they're, you know, starting from last season to now, they're, they're 0-9 against these guys. The so owned them. I mean, it was, it was yeah. embarrassing watching them play the Capitals last year. It was just insane. Yeah, so, I mean, if if that stat's right, I'm looking it up now. Um, if it mm-hmm. sounds like I'm reading and talking at the same time, because that's exactly what I'm doing, Jay. <laughs> um, if that stat is right, yeah, this is insane. So their record last year was 19-30 and 7 away. Well, total record was 19 wins, 30 losses, 7 ties. Wow. Their home record was 7-18-3. and three. You have to win more than 7 games. They've already won almost, you know, close to half. After home total home games from last year, they win they win four more this year. They tie. That's insane. Seven home games. Wow. And yeah, another stat that I heard uh, again. I think I pretty much I think I heard it in the in the uh, post game is yeah. So far in this young season, they're they're getting they're getting shellacked in the first period. I I I don't think they have a goal at all in the first period. They're being outscored. I think they said. It's either like seven nothing or nine nothing. Like they're they're just taking a pounding in that first period. Now, <clears throat> something that's interesting is is I was at the the Sabers game on Saturday, and again they kind of came out a little a little flat. Also, too, the lines were completely different. I mean, you know, they had all the young guys starting. You know, when they're announcing the starting lineup, I'm waiting to hear you know Nico Hashir, you know Pavel Zaka, you know Jesper Brat. Yeah, they're announced. I was like, wait, these are like the second and third line guys. Like, what's going on here? And and I guess, you know, <clears throat> this could be, you know, Lindy Ruff's message like, you know, hey, you know, some of you, you know, first line guys, you know, you just haven't been up to scratch. So this is what we're doing. And, you know, they came out a little flat, but I, I will say this. And, and I think I text you, uh, you know, I took um, I took a very special lady friend of mine to the game that day. <laughs> and um, I text you. I was like. Okay, dude, it's Saturday. This place is empty. By the end of the first period, the place was packed and the volume was insane. And I really think, you know, again, I don't know what he says to them in that first intermission, but, you know, Lindy Ruff says something to them. They came out that second period. And even though there was no goal scored in that second period, the Devils outshot the Sabres. It was, it was ridiculous. And they went on to outshoot them. They went, out, went on to win the game. And the noise in the place was absolutely deafening. So I think, you know, that's kind of the other key thing here is, you know, the fans got to stick. The fans got to stick with this team because, I mean, I really saw it Saturday. The energy was absolutely fantastic. You know, fans were screaming. They were blowing the roof off the Prudential Center. And I really think that did help them out and really spur them on. Yeah, I think. Well, you know, you brought up the uh, the first period. It's seven to three. Uh, okay. They've been outscored in the first period, but uh, you know they gave up four to Calgary in the first. So I don't I don't know how much you want to put into that stat. That's kind of a weird thing that happened. <laughs> so <laughs> my concern is this: is they have three wins, two of them had to be overtime wins. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not happy about that. I feel like they should have beaten the Sabers a little bit more handily, and maybe even the Blackhawks. You know, I, I love the comeback or the attempt to come back against the Flames. You know, look, they pulled, and I feel bad. And let's not forget that the Sabres scored one really early 
and it was the the NHL debut of Nico Dawes as a mm-hmm. goalie. So we're already we're on game four, and we're already on our number four goalie, our one A one B out. Our our three didn't perform so great against the Caps, so they go let's bring up the kid and see what he can do. And after he gives up an early goal, which I think I texted you, I'm like ah, oh, it's probably nervous, you know, first game in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Dude, kid was lights out. Kid had a Absolutely. game against the Sabers, and he gave the Devils the opportunity to win. And I was screaming at the TV. I was like, "You guys <laughs> better score and not let this kid's ever go to waste." Um, in terms of even just tying up the game, uh, and they did in the third, so that was nice. And then they obviously went on Zaka, I believe, right? One, yes, eight, which yes. was a great goal, by the way. Oh, it was uh, again phenomenal. Our overtime goals are like highlight reels. They're awesome. <laughs> First Houston than him. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, the Flames, uh, you know, they took him out after three goals. And I don't know that two and three were really his fault. Mm-hmm. I don't know if two and three are really his fault. I know uh, Brad had a Brad had a, a misplay, and uh, it was enough for him to get benched for the whole second period. And um, he came back in the third, and he, he played better. But you wonder, you know, you and I were hoping that, after the Buffalo game, I'm like, oh, we hope Dawes gets the call for Tuesday against the Flames. And he did. Now I'm worried about the, you know, the kid is hopefully made of resilient stuff. But, you know, did did that get into his head? Did that, could that hurt his future? Not way down the line, but maybe the next couple of games he starts, is that going to be in his head? Like, do you think that was a bad thing, either putting him in there or pulling him too quickly? What are your thoughts on on Dawes having that second start and how awful it was for him? I mean, I think, you know, I I was glad that he got the start. I was really, really happy to see it. And, yeah, maybe pulling him was a little premature. Uh, you know, I did watch the, the replay. And, yeah, I agree. I think a couple of those goals just, you know, they really weren't his fault. I mean, I, I think he's a, a very good young goaltender. And I think. Part of it, too, is part of the growing is, is, you know what? Leave the kid out there. All right, we're down three nothing. Let's see what this kid is made of. Is he is he going to fold under the pressure or is he going to say, all right, one of those is on me. The other two, you know, yeah, whatever. Leave him out there instead of just saying, like, you know what? You gave three goals. That's a kid. You're out. You know, it almost it almost would make it seem like Saturday's game was a fluke. Like you got lucky in that one. You know, look at this. You gave up three goals right away. You're gone. I and again, I mean, I'm not Lindy Ruff. I'm not an NHL coach, but I, I would say leave him in there. Like, let him let him see you know, or, you know, let him prove to you that, OK, you know, that's it. I let yeah, him. Let me ask So because mm-hmm. now I'm like, well, maybe pull him because you don't want the thing to happen that we're talking about to happen. You don't want him to be like, oh, my God, I gave her three goals when, you know, you, you would hope that the teammates that kind of responsible for goals two and three would be like my bad instead of him taking on that you know pull him talk to him talk to the kid let him know we're not mm-hmm. in this situation because of you we're not playing good in front of you we're not playing well in front of you you know for the reason you ain't got it tonight and it happens you know i'm sure mm-hmm. marty's had nights like that i would i mean who you go with in pittsburgh assuming now we know blackwood's been skating with the team right during practice yes um, assuming he still can't play and Bernier's not going to play, who do you go, Wedgwood or Dawes? I, I would give Nico the start again. 
I would really give him the start again. Yeah, uh, you have to. You have to you have get to. confidence back as soon as possible, right? You, you know, like that's what they say, you get knocked off the horse. You know, you got to get back up there. And, yeah, I mean, actually, you know, what you said is absolutely true. You know, I mean, yeah, let, you know, talk to the kid and just go, all right, you know what? Look, puck's just not going your way tonight. N- not all of this is your fault. You know what? Take a seat. Take a knee. You know, you'll get him next time. And, you know, yeah, maybe he's going to come out, you know, if they start him, he'll come out in Pittsburgh and he'll be like, all right, I'm going to show you that that win on Saturday is is real. And, you know, I'm going to show you what I'm made of because, yeah, he gave up Saturday, you know, against the Sabres. He gave up that first goal. It was a power play goal. It was actually towards the end of the power play. You know, they were killing it off. And then, you know, it was a flub. The puck just got loose and, you know, it's it, again, it happens. And uh, from then on in, I mean, the kid, the kid was standing on his head mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, you know, I, I felt the same way. You know, the second period, the Devils just did not let up that that game like they were just they were going down and they they were shelling them. And I don't know, you know, who was in goal for for the Sabres that night. But, you know, he he too, he was standing on his head there and. Yeah, it was definitely a hard-fought game, but yeah, let's 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 stick with them because I think the other thing too is you know the feeling is 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 this is going to be the future. You know, it's eventually it's going to be Blackwood and Dawes. You know, so all right, kid. You know, we got a couple of goaltenders down. This is your time. You know, get get your get your reps in and show us what you got. Show us you know why you're here. So. Yeah, I, I really think he should be in goal on Saturday. Yeah, I, I think I think he should get the opportunity, um, especially since he'll be home for the Blue Jackets, and and you assume they won't do a back to back with the goalies. But maybe all this will be maybe, maybe Blackwood will be ready. Yeah, or or Bernier, because that's the other thing too. I'm not really hearing much. Like again, lower body injury. You know, is it hip? Is it knee? Is it ankle? What is it? Um, I think he skated a little bit too in a few practices, but it, it's kind of strange that, you know, we're not hearing much about what's going on with him. I mean, I, I don't know. Have you read anything or heard anything about, uh, Jonathan Bernier? No, I haven't. It's been oddly, even on the uh, social media, it's kind of been oddly quiet concerning him. So I don't know if that's good news or bad news or. Yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just a little unusual. You know, it's, I understand with. With Jack Hughes, it's, uh, you know, he dislocated the shoulder. Again, thankfully, nothing broken. But, you know, one of the things is, is, uh, you know, I'm sure they x-ray it. They probably MRI it. But when you get that initial injury, there's usually a lot of swelling around there. So they really want to wait like a week or so, let that swelling go down so they can get a much clearer picture. You know, take an MRI, a CAT scan, whatever it is they'll have a much clearer picture and a much better idea what's going on. So I, you know, I kind of understand that, but um, looking at some of the tweets coming out from the devil's organization and from uh, Lindy Ruff, I mean, that's the one thing is these, these injuries are frustrating him. Um, right. He brought up miles wood and he's just like, you know, yeah, you know, he's, he's not ready. And, you know, and he's not laying blame. He's, he's not like, you know, ah, this kid, you know, he, he's just, he's really frustrated because, you know, he, he knows, He's got these stallions, but he can't, you know, he can't take them out of the barn. And and it's it's frustrating for him, you know. And yeah, I, I don't envy I don't envy his position there right now. Yeah, I think that's something we have to remember when we're talking about the games they've been losing and 
and, and, and how sluggish they might look. I mean, Miles Wood and Jack Hughes are game changers, you know. Mm-hmm. They really are. Their speed, their 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 puck handling ability. It's I mean, look at what they did the first few games. Well what one game, one period they had with Jack Hughes the first few games. So and Miles Wood last year was one of the bright spots of the whole season. So you know, you you gotta you gotta hope that when they're all back together on the ice, it's gonna be a different Devils team that I look at. So uh, there's a blog post I'm reading that was posted at three o'clock today. It says Bernier and Blackwood both practiced mm-hmm. um, on the ice together for the first time in weeks. So that's good news. Yeah, I mean, and that's usually what they say is when you see, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when you see these guys starting to skate and practice, it's it's usually a good sign that they're they're on their way back. And I mean, I think it'll be great because you know in those first two games, you know Bernier looked phenomenal. You know, he's definitely a great. You know, like we say, there it's like a one A one B situation. He's definitely a great, you know, one B where he's, you know, he's not a backup. I mean, he's a really solid, dependable guy to go to. You know, and and yeah, and that's the thing is, I really took a step back and I, I really said to myself, it's these guys are very, very young, you know, experience wise. It's a like I mean, again, you know, I think we really saw it that Thursday against the Capitals. They were almost sort of like shocked, like nothing's going our way. Why is nothing going our way? Yeah. Well, you're playing up against, you know, a team that could could contend for the Stanley Cup. I mean, this is this is what it's like, guys. And yeah, I mean, they have a lot of key guys down. So, yeah, to come out of this series three and two, I mean, four and one, I think would have been nice. But um, I wasn't at the game uh, last night. Uh, my friend Adam went and, you know, he said he was like he goes it was insane. He goes Calgary came out, you know, no pun intended, like a house of fire. And, you know, he said, you know, they tried their best, but it, it was just it was it was too much. He goes, but, you know, you definitely saw them fight in the, back in the second and third period. But at that point, it was just it was too much of a deficit. Uh, yeah, you, you, I've seen every period of Devils hockey they've played so far this season. Mm-hmm. And those first, you know, you were at work and I was at home and mm-hmm. those first 13 minutes of that first period was like. It was like the guys in red had never stepped on the ice before. Wow. Every aspect of the team played poorly. Every aspect. Of it. it was insane. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. You know, you give it the first goal, you're like, all right, you know, the guys can get back from one goal down. And then even the second goal, you're like, all right, you know, that was rather quick. But <laughs> hopefully <laughs> come back out too. But that third goal was, uh, frankly, I was surprised they pulled Dawes after three. Mm-hmm. I was a little surprised by that. I wasn't, you know, I didn't. I think it was a bad decision because I was saying some not nice things to the TV about Mr. Dawes. <laughs> but and then when Wedgwood came in and gave up that fourth goal rather quickly, you really were like, like, can I even watch the rest of this game? So, you know, to repaint what we're talking to, to kind of re look at what we're talking about. They haven't been at full strength. They haven't started their one a goal yet in a game. They won three of the games. They fought hard and almost came back and won an, another one of those games. So I think overall, and looking at the injuries and looking at what they've been dealing with, three and two is actually a very good way to start the season. I think a lot of what we're talking about is also very correctable, you know. So mm-hmm. that's good. These aren't intrinsic things that are always going to be wrong with the team, and I think that's that's good. And I think. Persevering through this, when they do have everybody back, Blackwood and Jack Hughes back, Miles Woods back, we're going to see a different team. 
Yeah, I definitely think they're going to make a run for the cup, but right. Well, I I I think one thing we're definitely going to see is the lines getting solidified because again, I I was shocked on Saturday. I said, you know, why isn't you know Hishir? Why isn't his line starting? You know, Hamilton and actually uh, no, Hamilton and Smith did start um, on defense, but you know, I I was really kind of shocked by that. But I guess you know, again. They got to go with who they have and they, and they got to try to put together, you know, I mean, these lines aren't going to be permanent because, you know, Miles Wood is out and, and Jack Hughes is out. You know, these aren't going to be permanent lines. So, yeah, once once these guys come back and we can kind of solidify, you know, lines one through three, lines one through four, the, the penalty killing lines, the power play lines. Yeah, I, I think, you know, again, they're not going to. You know, they're not going to pull like a major league and just suddenly come out of nowhere and and, and win the World Series, you know. But I, I think they'll have a much better season and maybe get an eighth seed or, you know, just fall short, which, again, is not going to be a bad thing. I think another thing these guys, some of the players might have to get used to. And I think what Lindy Ruff is, knows is a motivational tool he has is that you know, our farm system's good and there are young mm-hmm. kids right, ready to take your spot, you know? So not in a threatening way, but look, if you're not getting a job done, we're going to bring some Alexander Holtz is just waiting down there. Oh God. Yeah. He's just waiting. So, you know, play right. Or you're, we're going to bench you. You got to get benched for a period and you keep doing what you're not supposed to be doing. And we're going to call someone up because at this point, why not try the young kid if they're doing great down in the minors, and, and you're not doing great up here. Bring up a young kid, see how he does. And I think, I, I think there was a certain amount of job security the last couple of years because they weren't so good. Mm-hmm. Um, that some of these these guys got to think about. You know, they got to think about when they're out there playing that their heads their heads always got to be in the game. That they can't make these uh, mistakes they're making. Uh, and you know, maybe that's part of what Lindy's doing when he benches them for a period. Uh, you know, think about it. think about what's 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 coming up behind you that wants your spot. Yeah, very yeah. true. I know you 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 had texted me. Uh, it was either yesterday or today that you know Jesper brought pretty much set for most of the second period, and I was kind of like, okay, what's what's going on there? Was it a personal thing or or whatever? You know, I was looking up. You know, the because I I just kind of wanted to see like, you know, who's leading in points, who's leading in goals, all the way down here on the bottom. Jesper brought five games, no goals, no assists, no points, and his plus minus is minus two. So, you know, and that's Lindy Ruff going. That, that that helped him score a goal, helped help Calgary score a goal. Like, he was responsible for one of those goals yesterday. Yeah, so that's, that's Lindy Ruff going, you're not getting the job done. So, you know, yeah, we're hurting, we're missing guys, but. Do you, you have know, the numbers in front of you? I, yeah, I have, you know, from top to Gilbert. bottom. Uh, let me pull him up. He is uh, three assists, three points. He's plus two. All right, who am I thinking of then? Who's who's the bottom at with Brett? Uh, okay, so uh, oh god, I can never pronounce this name. Goth Gothier. Goth, yeah, yeah, three games, nothing, no points, no nothing, minus one. Then there's uh, Gearston, same thing, no Mm -hmm. points, minus one. He's a hitter, though, Gearson, I think. Now, uh, here's here's the one we've been talking about. P.K. Subin, five games, no points, minus four. He's lost his freaking mind. Let me tell you what these – they call him a slew. He just got fined today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
is it called the slew trip? Yeah. 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 He's, and this one, and look, I don't, I don't, I, I just looked up today what the slew trip is. It's like when he kicked the skate out from under someone from behind or something like that. Yeah. Apparently what he did yesterday was so obvious. It was ridiculous. And that there was a questionable one a couple of days ago too, that he didn't get fined for. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I, they're cracking down. They're cracking down hard on a lot of these penalties. Um, on a lot of how these games are being played. And I don't know what Suvan's up to, but he's, he's, mm, it's his last year with us. I think, I don't think the giant, the, the devils will be reciting him. No, because, you know, one of the things is, you know, this is, uh, the final year of Jack Hughes's, um, I don't know what they call it. It's his, uh, not exploratory contract. It's, I mean, it's his first contract, you know, so it's, it's, Entry yeah. entry level. Yes, thank you. I don't know why I said exploratory. <laughs> uh, it's 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 so you know they have to you know it's it's uh, he's a restricted free agent or he would be a restricted free agent, meaning if another team wanted to sign him, they would have to give something over to the Devils. I mean, I don't think the Devils are, is gonna are gonna let Jack Hughes go. No, of course not. they better not. He's bought a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but um. You know, one of the things they said is that next year the Devils are going to have thirty-three million dollars in cap room, and they go. One of the big reasons is is because this is the last year for PK Subban's big contract, nine million. Yeah, and it's either you know they're either gonna, I mean, I don't know what team at this point would take him, especially. I mean, he's, he's a, first. He, he's an unrestricted free agent, I think. So who cares? Since he's not back with Jersey. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, if they wanted to try to to trade him, you know, this, this season and, and try to get something and just take the hit for this season. But these first five games, I mean, we, we were at that first game and we were like, what is up with this guy? Like, he's he's in a fog. He just he just looks out of it. The next couple of games, he he played better, but it's just, and, yeah, and now, you know, doing stupid crap like this. And, you know, here you are, you got no points, your plus minus is minus four, which basically means, you know, every time he's on the ice, the other team is scoring and he's not contributing in, in, in any positive way. You know, I was looking it up because I wanted to see where my guy, you know, Nico Hashir is, you know, he's kind of in the middle here, five games, one goal, one assist, two points, but he's plus three, meaning when he's out there on the ice, he's productive, you know, okay. he's, he's, he's not letting the other team score. Uh, I think it was, which game was it? Was it the cracking game? It was one of the games where, you know, he didn't have any points, but, uh, you know, he, he pretty much like set a pick, I think for Pavel Zaka just to kind of, you know, go up the boards and score a goal. Like he, he put his body on the line to block a defender. So he had a clear path to the goal. That's how you get a, that's how you get a plus one, you know, in your stats there, you know, and, and that's what you have to do. Yeah, I got no problem with Hugh Shears play this year. I know some people have on Twitter and stuff. They think, you know, I mean, this is year five. I think a lot of that is is, is expectations people still have from when he was the number one pick. They mm-hmm. thought he was going to, you know, put on the put on the jersey and rocket us to the playoffs uh, alone. And I think I don't know that that's fair to him. I think he's a good captain so far this year. I think he's playing great. I have no problem with his his play. Of course. Of course, with any of them, we want them to score more goals. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's let's see him and Jack on, on the ice together and see what happens. You Absolutely. Know? I, I have no problem with Hugh Shears play. But, you know, Brat, Subban, I don't know. Like, 
And and you know what? If if they can find a team that's close to making the playoffs and needs someone like Subban, they'll find the taker for him. And that's yeah. what Tom Fitz, that's one of his strengths is, you know, when he last last year when he traded Sammy Vatnin and um, um, Travis Zajac and you know he got all these picks back. And I think I think these are some of his what's one of his better strengths is is kind of getting rid of these veteran players that we don't need because our season's more or less over and getting some decent picks for them. So hopefully, you know, hopefully we can get, get someone for Subban if, if, if that's the way it looks like we're not in contention or anything. Although I was listening to a, a podcast with a hockey writer. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name. Um, but he said, mm-hmm. you know, the devil should like, they're not expected to make the playoffs, but with like, you know, with like 70 at uh, game 70, it should they should be playing for the possibility? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they should kind of be in the mix for it, and that would be a successful season for them to be maybe with 10, 12 games left, still like, hey, maybe they can if this falls this way and this, and they win their games. And yeah. um, so the expectation is, yeah, they're not probably going to make the playoffs, but they should get really close. So I think anything less than that would be, I don't want to say a failure of a season, but would be uh, a disappointing season, I, I would say. But yeah, if we, uh, you know, if we get the opportunity to sue that, let's do it. No, I totally agree. I, I, uh, I totally agree on that. So let me ask you then, okay, they're going on the road. They're, they're going to Pittsburgh. Yes, they were three and two, but they kind of ended on a down note. So right before, you know, right before this game, Lindy Ruff gives you a call. You happen to be in Pittsburgh John, come in. I need you to say something to the guys. What What would you say to them after this, you know, three and two homestand, which wasn't bad, but did kind of end on a low note? What would you say to kind of pump them up? Because you know, Pittsburgh is uh, it's a tough team, and it's a, and, it, and it's it's a rivalry. Like, what what would you say to these guys? What would I say? I have no idea what I could say. I'm like, you know, I'm known for my inspirational speeches, Jack. Well, uh, well, 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 what do you think? Well, what do you think Lindy Ruff should say to them then? I would just. Remind them that they're there. They are all NHL players. They have mm-hmm. the skill sets to be there. They have the skill set to be in the ice with any team in this league. And that on any given day, they can be any given team. I'm sounding like Al Pacino. Um, <laughs> and just go out there and get it. They can do it. They know how to play. Do, know their spots. Play smart. Make good decisions with the puck. And let their skills carry them where, you know, take them where, where they should be. Yeah. You, you gotta play smart i mean <clears throat> you gotta have the energy you gotta play smart and i think that's you know when we're talking about like these first period moments where they've been dragging like i can't even explain what i saw yesterday with calgary like because you were fortunate you missed that first period <laughs> because even watching in, in in you know you know on youtube or or, or clips doesn't give it justice watching it in real time because you're like what am i watching because we've seen how good they can be. And it's such a odd thing to see them come out and not be who you think they are or who you know mm-hmm. they can be, you know. So just just be who you can and just win that game. And, and uh, you know, it's a, a short, short road trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thankfully. You know, let's get the win and get out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I mean, and, you know, and, and again, I think it was also, too, because like I said, you know, uh, Saturday at the Sabres game, I... I brought my my lady friend as she likes to be known who you know she's seen hockey games but you know she doesn't really know much about hockey she appreciated me you know filling her in on a few things uh 
because it made the game that much better for her. And it was actually kind of nice getting getting the opinion from somebody who, you know, is not like, uh, you know, like a diehard fan who's really kind of seeing them for the first time. I mean, she said to me, she was like, wow, these, you know, they're really, really young because, you know, when they're announcing the lineups and people are scoring and she's watching the videos, you know, she's like, oh, my God, like they're so young. And she said, like, wow, you know, they're really good. They're really talented. She's like, they just got to learn to play better together. And because and, she kept saying she's like, you know, oh, they're trying to set things up. I could see it. But, oh, they, they just keep missing. Like if they could just fix that, if they could just learn to play better together. I think they would be really good because, you know, she saw the talent out there. She saw the speed and everything. And it really made me think like, you know, yeah, she's really she's really right about that, that these are really yes, they're kids, but they're very, very talented kids. And for a lot of them, this is their kind of their first times really playing together. It, it it takes a while, you know, for lines to gel and 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 for players to gel with one another. And, you know, I really think that, yeah, you know towards the end of this season and the next couple of seasons guys got to watch out for these for the for the devils because uh you know a lot of talent there yeah i think i think she makes a good point they gotta learn how to play together and i think you know that comes with obviously time and and Mm -hmm. if they could fix these little mistakes that we've seen and just play to their ability i think again i think we're gonna have a fun season watching them and hopefully you know hopefully they surprise people and, and make a run for the playoffs or at the very least they keep some of our hated rivals out of the playoffs <laughs> Absolutely. i mean you know what i i would be very happy with that you know if they don't make the playoffs but if in let's say the last game or or one of the last games of the season if you know maybe a pittsburgh is on is on the cusp or say the rangers the rangers yeah <laughs> the islanders if they're on the cusp and it's like they're coming into to, to the rock and it's like we need this win and maybe at that point, you know, the devils are out of it, but they're like, you know what? We're out of it, but we ain't letting you guys in either. Like we're, we're going to beat you, you know, we're, we're giving you that loss. So, you know, five games in, uh, who's really, you know, we, 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 I asked you this the last time two games in, but we're five games in who are you really impressed with out there? Well, look, first of all, every time you ask me this question, I have a, I have a feeling it's going to be the same answer this season. Cause you know, I discovered this kid. I discovered him after all the scouts discovered him and, <laughs> uh yeah it's dawson mercer oh by the way happy birthday dawson mercer he's 20 he's 20 years old today yes <laughs> i remember when yes. i was on my 20th birthday and it wasn't on the uh ice room playing professional hockey <laughs> um yeah i the, the kid's got five games played two goals two assists four points he's a plus one not bad yeah. for all this before he turned 20 because he was off today so yeah well, not not too shabby i'm liking yeah. the kid i'm liking his energy you know, he, I, you watched the game when he got home yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, toward the end of the game, he got into it with a really big dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's he's going to get hurt before his birthday. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he wasn't taking nothing from anybody. And uh, he's got skills, man. The kid's oh, got skills. God, he it's does. fun to watch. He, he, he really is fun to watch. I mean, I think the big surprise for me is, is like, out of nowhere, Pavel Zaka. You know, five games, four goals and assist, five points, you know, plus minus is zero. That's okay. But it just seems like, you know, for me, it's like, okay, I know, excuse me, I know he's on the team, but all of a sudden it's just like this season. I'm just like, how come I haven't noticed this guy before? I mean, he's, he scored key goals. You know, he, he does have the one assist. He had the overtime goal on Saturday, which again, 
was phenomenal. And it's interesting about that one is, and, and it, it, you know, thinking about, you know, I heard a, a commentator say this and then I thought about it. The interesting thing was, is the Sabres weren't really putting a lot of pressure on the devils in, in overtime. They said like, basically they were hanging back. Like they were, they were hoping for a shootout. They wanted to force a shootout. And it was great to see the devils just constantly take it to him. And, and Zaka had an amazing goal. And something else that I absolutely loved about it is right after he scored the goal, place went crazy. You know, when somebody scores a goal, they always have a graphic for him for Pavel Zaka. And, you know, again, this is his fourth goal. So this has to be something new because he scored and I never saw this. They put him up there and he's holding, you know, he's holding a Fozzie Bear puppet and he makes the puppet say Zaka Zaka. And I was just like. <laughs> Okay, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And and it's just every time I see him on the ice, I'm just like Zaka Zaka. <laughs> funny. Uh yeah, Pablo Pablo's the guy that gets his points, he gets his goals, but he does it quietly. And the funny thing is, I mean, four goals in five games. Uh, he did have a two goal game, I believe, and um mm-hmm. that helped a lot. But people like after game two, I think people were like, What's Zaka? When's he gonna show up? I'm like, Come on, man. <laughs> two games. Yeah, I look Pablo is uh it's funny because yeah, he's he's been with them since fifteen. He's like one of the older statesmen now. I mean, age wise, he's not old, but right, you know, he's 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 one of the more experienced devils now. Yeah, but he's like, Pavel's just a guy that knows how to play hockey, and sometimes it's all you need. Yeah, and hockey. Yeah, and, and and again, you know, I I just want to say, you know, Nico Hishier, you know, don't hate on this guy. Okay, one goal, one assist. But again, we're five games in. That's absolutely fine. You know, Hughes is out. Wood is out. But he makes things happen. He's he's a plus three. He's, you know, ten, I mean, the guy's just tenacious out there. Like, he's breaking up passes. He's really frustrating other teams that are trying to get their offense going. And he's really kind of shutting them down. And he's he's. He's a playmaker. And to me, that's what a center does. The center is, is you know, he's kind of the general out there. He's and with him being the captain, hmm. he's setting the tone and he's showing like, hey, OK, all right, look, we're down three, nothing. We're down four, nothing. We don't stop playing like I'm going to play as hard as I can. You know, they scored four goals in the first period. There's absolutely no reason we can't score four goals in the next period and and the period after that. They did it. We could do it. And yeah, he's only got two points, but I mean, he's he's playing. He's definitely playing his heart right. out there. Victim of his own success. You know, he had a he had a, his first season with the team. He got a twenty goal season, fifty two points. Second season, seventeen goals, forty seven points. And you know, last season uh, he only played twenty one games out of the fifty something there were, and he only had six goals and eleven points. But people got to remember, he's coming back from a rough year last year. You know, he got, I think he got hurt twice last year. Mm-hmm. So let's give him some time. It's only like, again, it's only five games in. He's starting to, I think every game we've seen him get better and better. Mm-hmm. He's another guy. I think if he stays healthy, he'll get his points. He'll get his goals. I don't know. That we ha- Like here. She's just not a guy I'm worried about. I don't know. I just, I, I just, and I think the thing, I think, I think my frustration is, is Saturday. I think the fans and just the atmosphere really spurred the boys on because like I said, towards the end of the first period when, you know, everybody finally got into the arena and periods two and three, I mean, you know, if you weren't motivated by, you know, us, the fans screaming our hearts out for you. And it's just, that's what I feel. It's, 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 
especially being a young team, I really feel that like like young players like that, they it really has to spur them on like, wow, you know, they, they like us. They really, really like us. So, you know, talking to other, you know, Devils fans on social media and things like that, you know, it's it's great to hear that, you know, they're like, yeah, these losses, they're tough. But you know what? Young team, we're not giving up on them. You know, even my friend that went to the game uh, yesterday, he was like, yeah, it was a tough loss. But you know what? I had a blast. It was a great time. It was great to see them play. And they're not going to win all the games. So, you know, let's let's just keep let's just keep cheering for them. Yeah. All right. So why don't we talk about predictions? Pain. Hey, you set um, me up for it. I know, I know. So we have Pittsburgh Saturday, mm-hmm. Columbus Blue Jackets on Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Oh, by the way, can I take a little detour? Please. What the F? Next week, two games are being shown on ESPN+. Plus. They're not on MSG or TNT or mm-hmm. ESPN. They're on ESPN+, Plus, which is a pay service, which is a streaming pay service. So what the F, man? I already paid for cable so I can watch my sports. And now they, I have to get ESPN Plus so I can watch the Devils. And two games, they, they get two games in a row next week. And I mean, look at the whole schedule to see how many games they have this season they have to play on MSG Plus. Not MSG, I'm sorry, ESPN Plus. Do I have to, do I have to get MS, ESPN Plus now, Jay? Is this what you're saying? Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm very – and again, you know, echoing the frustrations that we had in our last episode – you know, again, yesterday, you know, you, you text me the update. I'm like, I'm jumping in the car and I'm turning the radio dial, not on the radio. And here's the thing. I think the last time I said, um, I think, what was it? It was the um, the cracking game, uh, the fan and ESPN radio. Both of them were carrying a Knicks pregame. This time I went on and ESPN radio had just some talking heads talking about whatever. I turn on the fan. It's the same thing. I'm like, really? Like, like you guys are acting like there's no other sporting event going on tonight. I, I, I don't understand it. And it's, 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 it's so frustrating. It's just so frustrating. This is a great team. This is Jersey's team. I mean, come on, just, they, they have to do better. With, I think with, it's, I think they're streaming live. It says devil's hockey net. I don't know what that is though. Um, uh, we'll watch it on YouTube or Facebook or something. I mean, it's, well, let's do uh Let's do let's do our predictions because we absolutely can, we can complain about their lack of TV and radio presence all day. Uh, again, <laughs> so we have Pittsburgh Saturday, Columbus yes. Blue Jackets Sunday, and then Tuesday they're on the West Coast for a ten o'clock game. Maybe it's better that I can't watch them, so I can actually go to work on time the next morning. <laughs> Tuesday, the second election day, mm-hmm. uh, ten o'clock game against the Anaheim Mighty. Oh, I think they're just the Ducks now, but they'll always be the Mighty Ducks to me. Right. And then they have the Kings next Friday, but we'll probably do a show. Oh, actually, I don't know. I'm going to be. We'll talk about that. We'll sure. a little bit next week. So yeah, let's give those three predictions. We have uh, Pittsburgh, Blue Jackets, and Ducks. All right. I mean, I think with Pittsburgh, you know, I'd like to see Dawes in goal. I think he's going to have a great game. It, it's going to be a tough team. I said this, you know, when, when you asked me about the Capitals, I said I, I don't, I don't think they're going to win it, but it's going to be close. And that's what I want to see, you know, either maybe another overtime win or even an overtime loss or a loss by one. But, you know, Pittsburgh's a tough team and it's uh, this is their first road game. And I think, you know, still, I, I, I think 
these guys have this mentality like, oh, my God, Hughes is out and Wood is out. And what's the goalie situation? I, I, I think it's still kind of weighing on them. And I think they're going to have some of that kind of carry over. So I, I'm not I'm not seeing a win against Pittsburgh. How about you? I, I think. I think they'll play better against Pittsburgh than they did against Calgary and Washington. So mm-hmm. I think it's a game they can win. I mean, they're only was it, three, one, and two, which you know is it's it's not that much better than three and two to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking a look at who they've lost against. They've lost against Dallas. Uh, they lost. No, they beat Toronto. They lost against Dallas. They lost against Tampa Bay. Freaking Tampa Bay. <laughs> Start on Tampa Bay. Well, but, yeah, the Dallas game was an overtime loss. So their only real loss was Tampa. Well, I mean. I don't get it. Overtime losses are losses, but Tampa Bay beat them five to one. Dallas beat them in overtime two to one. Mm-hmm. And they uh, lost to the Panthers. Oh no, I'm sorry, it's a preseason game, so that doesn't count. Yeah, so they beat the Blackhawks, which it seems like everybody's gonna be beating the Blackhawks this year, <laughs> especially after. I mean, we're not we're not an NHL podcast, but Blackhawks got slapped around by the lawyers, huh? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so everybody's beating the Blackhawks. They beat them five to two. Who else did they beat? Uh, they destroyed Toronto seven to one. I don't know how good Toronto is this year. And then I forgot the last one. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think I think Pittsburgh's. I don't know. I think Pittsburgh's not as good as Washington. And I think, and I think Calgary. I think we just see Calgary during a hot streak. And I think Pittsburgh's beatable. And, and if we're lucky, I mean, not that Dawes wouldn't be able to do a job, but maybe McKenzie will be back. And um, I'm gonna say, uh, you know, I'm gonna give him a win for Pittsburgh. All right. I think it's gonna be our first surprise win. But that would be a good one. I mean, uh, you know, first first road game, a definite rival. That that would be a great one to 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 steal a win there. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah and you're right. If, if they steal a road win, that would I think that would boost boost the morale a lot. You know that they went on the road and brought one home. Um, and, then, and then speaking of home, they're back the next day. So uh, <laughs> they're back uh, the next day, Halloween. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you at Columbus? What you, what, what's your well, you know, considering that I'm going to be at that game and I, I, I what's that? Make sure you remember it's a five o'clock start, not a seven o'clock. Oh, no, I know. Because uh, once again, I am taking a my very special lady friend. It is her birthday that day. And, uh, you know, and just listen, a side note, because I know some people on social media, we were kind of talking about being being a season ticket holder and everything. One of the really, really nice perks about being a season ticket holder is I get, or, you know, not just me, you know, any season ticket holder gets three games upgraded to club seating, which is pretty much along the side, uh, you know, with access to, you know, their club, which is, looks like a nice bar, a nice little restaurant, great seats. And, you know, we're going to be there. We're going to be, you know, it's going to be the first game that I have sitting in club seats, which is going to be amazing. So I, I'm just, you know, I think you said this last time, you got to go with your gut. And in my gut, I'm like, this is going to be a win. And it's going to be a spectacular win because it's just, it's, for me, it's like the perfect scenario. And, you know, kind of hearing what you said about them possibly stealing, you know, we're, we're hoping they're going to steal a win. If they steal a win from Pittsburgh, then these guys are going to be so pumped. So I'm I'm thinking, you know, it's it's going to be a win on Sunday and, it's going to be a good win. It's going to be a nice, solid win. Uh, what are you thinking? Well, they're, they're three and two before tom- uh, Friday's game against the Rangers. They've beaten the Stars. Uh, they lost to Carolina. They've beaten. Ooh, they beat the Islanders in overtime. That's nice. Good. Uh, they lost to Detroit and they beat Seattle in overtime. Hmm. See, I don't know much about the team. I don't know who's on the team. 
I'm just going by record. I don't know. We're home. Here's the deal. If they come, if they come home from Pittsburgh, pumped up from a win, I think they win. They beat Columbus. I think if they lose against Pittsburgh, I don't know. I think they have to beat Columbus either way. I just, I have, I have a really good feeling about that game. And and again, you know, yes, I will be there. Yes, it's my lady friend. It's her birthday. You know, it's. I mean, to me, it's just, and I just have, I have a really good feeling. It's like so many positives are are lining up for that game, mm. and. And I really feel that they want to, it's almost to even, maybe even if they don't win in Pittsburgh, I almost have a feeling that they want to come back and they want to say like, hey, our last homestand, we were three and two. And that last game really was not a good effort. We want to give you guys a good effort. I mean, I just, I have a great feeling about that. Well, this game. Is I, I mean, I want to say they're going to be, I think they're going to beat the Ducks. So <clears throat> am I saying they're going three and three in the next three games? I guess I am, but it doesn't feel right. So <laughs> I'm saying I think they're going to – I have positive feelings they'll go three and three in the next three games. Mm-hmm. If they go two and one, it'll be a Pittsburgh loss. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be two and one, uh, a very close game in Pittsburgh. I would love – you know, to prove me wrong, guys. You know, you, know you, you said it last time. You said prove me wrong, and they did. Um, you know, prove me wrong. I think it's going to be a, a, a narrow – loss in Pittsburgh, but then they're going to come back strong uh, next to you. And I, I think it's going to be two and one. And I, I just have a feeling that Sunday's game is going to be a phenomenal game. Like they're really, they're going to put on a great show and it's, it's going to be an amazing game. Yeah, I hope so. I hope, you know, maybe giving the blue jackets, I might not be giving the blue jackets on perspective. I don't know. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to, probably going to be wrong, but I'm going to look three, three for three. <laughs> I really, I don't know. I really hope they bring it in Pittsburgh. I really want them to bring. If they beat Pittsburgh and lose to Columbus, I'd be okay with that. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, considering you know rivals, first game on the road, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it would be a heartbreaker to see them lose. You know, to be there and see them lose. But if that means a win in Pittsburgh, I'll take it. Yeah, I think it's more of an ego boost. Get that away win, mm-hmm. especially right before you go on a road trip. But then you know they'll be t- playing ten o'clock game against the Ducks. Will they be acclimated to the West Coast? Who knows? I still think it should be a win. Did you give your Ducks prediction? I don't remember. I, 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 I just have a good feeling about it. I, I think they're going to win. I think, like I said, I think uh, the next three games, I have them at, you know, two wins and a loss in uh, Pittsburgh. All right. So they would come. Well, they'd still be on the West. So by the next time we podcast, we're looking at five and three, you're thinking. I'm thinking maybe six and two. Mm-hmm. Either way, I mean, either way, considering, again, considering the injuries that they have, I mean, I think either either way, those are good records. And should we be concerned that their two wins were overtime wins or two of their three wins were overtime wins? Hmm. I mean, early in the season, yeah. I mean, it's and, – and again, I think what kind of, you know, makes makes me kind of think is, first of all, I mean – both of those games were absolutely exciting. It's just, it's so exciting, especially, you know, they came, they came from behind against Buffalo. They tied it up. They took it into overtime. It was a phenomenal goal and you leave the arena just feeling so high. But then when the high comes down, it's sort of like, okay, they can't keep doing this. Like they, they, they just can't keep doing this. Cause if games keep going into overtime, they can't win them all. So it, it is a little concerning, but 
again, look who's on the shelf for them. You got you, you still have to consider that. All right, so we did we did win loss predictions. Let's let's add a new new thing to our little podcast. Give me a player prediction for the next three games before we podcast again. Give me a player prediction. A player prediction. Anything you want to say about any particular player? Absolutely. Okay, so I think <laughs> I think Mercer is just going to continue to score points. So you know these next three games, I think he's going to get another four points. I think either against Columbus or against Anaheim, he's going to go off for two goals. And I think, you know, his year is going to start adding oh, up points. Too. Just one. Oh, I only get one. Okay. Well, all right. So Merce is going to get four points in three games, four points in three games. And he's going to have a two goal, two goal game. That my friend is a bold prediction. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, he or sure gets uh, two goals in the next three within the next three games and uh, uh, greater than two assists. I'd love to see points. that happen. It's a lot of points in three games, isn't it? <laughs> but I, mean, oh, I think two goals, one assist. Okay. All right. Two goals, one assist. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I was going to go with Mercer. I can't, I can't keep leaning on the kid. Really. <laughs> you know, but you know what though? It's, it's, you know, everything you said is absolutely right. I mean, he is absolutely dynamite out there on the ice. And, you know, when you hear this guy speak, you know, in press conferences before the game, uh, when he, you know, when he, 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 when he, when he, when he basically was, I think he was the first star in the cracking game. You know, when you hear him speak, it's, it's just, you get those great feelings. You're like, Oh wow, this, this team is going places. And, and he is a huge part of that. I mean, you, you can't help but not love the guy. Oh, absolutely not. So, um, crazy stat of the day. Do you know how many hat tricks there have been in the NHL so far this season? I'm going to say there have been four because it seems like I've heard of, of a few. So, how many hat tricks have there been so far this season? All right, you're going to say four, right? I'm going to say four. You're going to say four since the beginning of the season. Correct. Uh, is that to you a high number of hat tricks? Oh, absolutely. I since, mean, I guess the season started on the 14th, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, we're about less than 15 days into the season. I can't be right. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying four is a lot for 15 days into the season. Absolutely. Okay. There have been 11 hat tricks. Oh, my God. In the that NHL is, this season. That is insane. There was two on the 25th, which mm-hmm. was Monday, one on the 24th, three on the 23rd, one on the 19th, two on the 16th, and two on the 14th. Wow. Wow. Wait, it's it's, it's the regular season. That is a good question. Let me. What, the, what was the Devil's first game? 1918, the 16th? There was, yeah, they... 15th, 15th. The Devils first game was the 15th. Yeah, because I know Pittsburgh opened up... Yeah, 14th they, regular season. Yeah, because yeah, there were two games, two or three games, I think. Wow. Okay, it's been 11 hat-tricks. That's insane. That That's absolutely... I mean, I thought, oh, wow, four hat-tricks in you know, the first couple of weeks of the season is too much. What is this? So the first hat-trick of the season, Tyler Bertuzzi mm-hmm. for Detroit... Scored four goals and they lost in overtime, seven to six. <laughs> he, he scored four goals and then every other one has been a three goal. Uh, LA, wow. Florida, Edmonton. I'm not going to name them all. I'm just like, yeah. Uh, TJ Oshie got one actually on the 25th. That's amazing, man. A lot of metrics. You know, that's like somebody's playing like NHL 22 and they got the cheat codes. I know, right? <laughs> oh my God. Do you wow. Want to well, first of all, have you heard of the Gordie Howe hat, hat trick? That's, you know, um, three goals in one period. No. 
Oh. It's a goal, an mm-hmm. assist, and a fighting penalty. <laughs> None so far this year. So this is an actual stat on NBC Sports. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. So what is going on? Why have there been 11 hat tricks? That is a good question. Is it poor goaltending or I don't know. Are the guy's rusty. What's going on here? Maybe. I mean, you know, if, if I'm going to look at, you know, I've, I've predominantly watched Devils games and, you know, especially the last few games, it seems like, you know, especially Saturday against Buffalo periods two and three. I mean, they turned up the heat. I mean, they they were just I think it was like second period. I think they had like 15 or 16 shots. And I mean, it's the the the, the number of shots on goal seems absolutely insane. Like I'm like looking at it like this. This can't be right. Like, you know, they're they're, they're racking up like 30, sometimes 40 shots per game. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe teams are. Just you know, the offenses are just just that dominant. You know, they're 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 able to, to get these shots off, and you know, hey, pucks got to go in. I guess so. That's crazy. Eleven hatches. That is. I, I I really wonder how many. Like, what's the record for most hat tricks in a season? And you know, is that going to be broken this year if we're off to this kind of start already? It's crazy. They trust that. All right, so. Um, my next game is the ninth against Florida because after Pittsburgh, well, Pittsburgh is in Pittsburgh and then after Sunday, they're away until the ninth. Yeah. On the West coast. So your next game is Columbus. That is correct. And I don't know how I'm going to watch them next week because I'm not sure I'm going to buy ESPN plus. Yeah. What was it? Hockey net. What did I say it was New Jersey hockey devils hockey net or something like that. I guess so. Anyway, yeah, that's that's just, again, very disappointing. And yeah, you know, uh, you know, thinking about the last episode when you were talking about driving to and and leaving the Prudential Center, I'm like, there's absolutely you would have absolutely no idea that the New Jersey Devils even played in that area. You don't see a billboard. You don't see, you know, sometimes when. You know, you go to anything, you go to a hockey arena, you go to a football stadium, usually the street or streets that lead to it. The lampposts have little flags, they have pennants, they have banners, something. I mean, you would have no clue that there's a hockey team in New Jersey. I don't even think there's any signage on the outside of the Prudential Center that says the Devils. I mean, they have they they do have, you know, the Brodeur statue. They have a few statues, but no, there there's absolutely nothing on it that would let you believe that a hockey team plays there, that any team plays there, that right. it's it's just an arena. Yeah, because they're home to Seton Hall also. Seton that, Hall yeah, Seton Hall basketball and, and your New Jersey Devils. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on there, and I, I really wish they would step it up a bit and just I mean, you got you know, again, you, you have these really dynamic young guys that can go out into the community, get one of these guys doing. I mean, Wawa is the official hoagie for for the New Jersey Devils. So let's see some commercials. Let's see them, you know, again, a cardboard stand, you know, a cardboard cutout or whatever, you know, in your local Wawa or up on the screen, you know, when you're looking at the menu or something. I mean, let let people know. But the one good thing I will say, though, is, you know, again, you know, my my I just got from uh, fanatics.com. <laughs> my Dougie Hamilton shirt came in. So, 
you know, my, my, my merchandise obsession continues. It's actually really nice, you know, going out, I'm noticing more, I'm seeing it on, you know, um, magnets and stickers on cars and on license plates. Um, and I, I and again, maybe I'm just more aware of it. I am seeing more and more fans as I'm going out and about. So that's good. Yeah. Their attendance has been real good. I, I think the, uh, the arena holds about 16,000. They've had 13, 14, 16 the opening night. And I think last night was like 10, which isn't bad for a Tuesday. And, and the weather was bad last night, too. We had that quasi- yeah, and it was it was Calgary, so I can't yeah. imagine people want to, like, oh, let's turn out for Cal, you know. Yeah. But still, 10,000 is And you could hear the crowd. As long as you can hear the crowd on TV, I think it's a good crowd. Absolutely. Yeah. Always is. So, yeah, and I think they'll draw, well, Sunday's Halloween, so I don't, I don't, who knows? <laughs> No. Yeah, I think I mean I think they'll draw. I, I think it's 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 a five PM game as opposed to a seven PM game. And who knows? I mean, maybe if they win or they have a really good showing against Pittsburgh, maybe some people, you know, late will go to Ticketmaster or whatever, maybe pick up a, a ticket or two and head on over. Again, I think <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say go to see Geek. <laughs> <laughs> Seat geek, there you go. But I mean, again, you, you know, you and I have gone to now a few games there. We went to games last season. I mean, I really think they do a lot for the fans, and it's it's a great time. Like my friend went last night, and yeah, they lost. He was disappointed, but he said he's like, look, he goes, I had a blast. It was great to be there. It was great to be in the arena. It was great to feel the energy. It was great to be around other fans. It's definitely a great time. Mm-hmm. And speaking of connecting with fans and whatnot, hey, Jonathan, guess what? What? We are on Apple Podcasts, and you could find us there. And if you find us and you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, guess what? You could rate and review us. What? We, yeah. You could give us a nice five-star rating, I hope, and write a review. And if you do, you know, you give us a, a, a good rating and you write something nice. We'll read it on the air and we'll give you a shout out. Uh, we're also on Spotify and we're on Anchor. Uh, welcome to the Rock. You know, just search for that. You can find us. We are on Facebook. Welcome to the Rock podcast. And we are on Instagram. Welcome to the Rock podcast. I just want to give a couple of shout outs. Um, I was telling Jonathan that there is a New Jersey Devils fan all the way out in Germany I think he said he's just outside of Stuttgart, Germany. His name is Jack. And he reached out to me uh, on our Instagram page and just, you know, he appreciate he, he, he loves the podcast. He, he, he said, you know, it's great hearing fans talk about the team that he loves and, you know, being out there. He's out there in Germany for work. He's going to be out there for, he said, at least a year. And he said it's a great way to keep in touch with the team and kind of keep in touch with New Jersey. So, Look for us on Instagram and, you know, send DMs. I monitor it. And, you know, if you say something there, too, that you want me to say on the show, we'll do it. Yeah, Jay's our uh, social media guru. So if you have a message you specifically want, want me to get, send it through Jay. Because trying to contact <laughs> me will be impossible. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. and uh, if you rate and review and say a couple of nice words and uh, Jay, the Anchor app, you can leave uh, voice messages, right? Well, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, you know, this podcast goes out through Anchor. So thank you, Anchor. And what's really nice about it is uh, even if you don't listen to us through Anchor, if you find us on Spotify or uh, on Apple, 
they do have a link there that you can click and you can leave a voice message and yeah, we'll play it on the show. Sounds like a plan. Wow. I mean, three and two, I think, you know, especially after we talked about a little bit, I feel really good. I feel really good about them going on the road and I'm still real positive uh, about these guys. As am I. So, guys, as always, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. We we appreciate everybody that listens. And I'm Jay. I'm Jonathan. And welcome to The Rock. We want the cup. We want the cup. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man.